and welcome to Geeky Girl Gab. I'm Candice, and with me is Bree. Hello. Vanessa. Hey. And Bucky the Puppy. I don't know how much he's going to talk, but he does have opinions on one character on what? this episode where... Oh, there we go. He's talking. <laughs> We're talking about why Brooklyn Nine-Nine is the best TV series ever, period. Like, don't argue with us. We love the show. <laughs> like... It's I mean, insane. You, can ar- you can argue if you want, but you're wrong. I'm just going to say. Exactly. Um, so, Brooklyn yeah, Nine-Nine was canceled you. a few months ago by Fox. Fox, who kills everything I love. So, I do not tr- trust them. That's why I didn't start watching the show until, like, a year ago. But, and then they portrayed me again. But NBC picked it up, which, we love you, NBC. So, guys, okay, let's just start. Why is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like, the best series it's ref- it's like a very refreshing change from most comedies that I've that I've seen. Um, it's first so first of all, it's one of the only shows that I can that I can say that I have I I can watch by myself and actually like laugh out loud because like I like I like you know a lot of things like a lot of, a lot of things are funny and all that, but a lot of times when I'm when I'm just like watching it by myself, it's just kind of like oh haha yeah that's that's funny and but this one I like I will actually just crack up almost, right? crack crack up up to the point of tears even if i'm watching it by myself so the interesting thing about brooklyn 99 is it's a comedy that takes place in a police precinct which i mean when you first hear that like you're like what police funny especially in this day and age you know but they do an amazing job yes and it's um i like that they don't they don't use a lot of particular like tropes that, you know, like we've, you know, we've had the episode about how we hate like all these tropes that keep coming up over and over again. And they just, they have such originality in their characters and their character development. And they also don't stick to like the cliched things that a lot of shows stick to in order to keep you watching. Um, for example, like the biggest thing for me is the fact that, and this is, I mean, this is kind of spoiler alert, whatever, but Jake and Amy's relationship is one of the best ones that I've ever seen and especially especially because they don't put any like drama into it like there is a little bit obviously when they're like getting together and that makes it you know cute and interesting inter- interesting and all that but they don't have this whole thing of like will they won't they will they won't they which to me is overdone so hardcore and they can still be and even though they don't have stuff like that they're still able to, to draw you in every single episode because they're just funny and fresh and original yeah they don't like break up get back together break up, yeah. all that mm-hmm. dramatic stuff, you know, like a lot of series do. So, like, the main character is Jake Peralta. He's played by Andy Samberg Who's from SNL. Yeah. Well, not it, from originally... SNL. He had Lonely Island, first of all. Okay. Can you just say but that? When he left SNL, <laughs> he originally didn't want to do a TV series, because he's like, I've been on TV. But then he read the script for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and he was like, um, I gotta do this. I was like, yes, Andy, smart move great move he's got a golden globe because of it the writing is really it's just amazing like i can't put into words like how good this comedy show is i will have to say though candace police and funny reno 911 i mean it's how it is done a lot but i don't that's like kind of parody almost well this this one is too like it's a mix of like you know the office you know kind of yeah I mean, Reno 911 was like insane, like <laughs> I know extreme. I you know what I mean? Police shows can be funny. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but 
what is great um like how you love jake and amy's relationship i love jake and boyle's relationship Mm -hmm. boyle is so great he's just refreshing he likes different things you know he's not a typical quote-unquote like guy character that i've really ever seen on tv before but he's still like he's straight he's like but into other things yeah and they say like he's not your like average detective but like what they say is he just works harder than everyone else so he's still a great detective like he isn't as smart as jake but he just works hard Mm-hmm. But yeah, he likes and- cooking. He likes art. He likes <laughs> musicals. Yes, he which is dogs. great. Yes, I mean I love. I also love that. Like in this this last season, they um they really they also with uh, with Stephanie Beatriz's character um, Rosa, they explored the whole like LGBT thing. I think that she isn't she herself bisexual. I'm not positive if that's or not um i thought i heard that but i'm sorry if that's incorrect um but either way i just love that they did delve into that and they're not afraid to like to have that be part of part of the show and part of the culture and that was like the best like most realistic like bisexual like coming out and also Mm -hmm. like character that i've seen like you don't actually Mm -hmm. see that many bi people in a network show no not at all yeah i can't i can't even think of one you know like i remember like the what was it? Sex in the I, City episode where she's dating a bisexual guy and it's mm-hmm. made such a big deal of like, oh, there's two yeah. people, two kinds of people he can cheat on me with. Yeah. And which I That's hate that because it's really not showing. It, it's that like fear of being like, <clears throat> I was working in an office and like some girls are saying how they would never date bi guys. And I was like, why? What do you have against bi guys? And they're like, well, it's just weird. But like, I feel like, you know, what Brooklyn Nine-Nine is doing is showing it in a good light and a positive mm-hmm. light and going, hey, they're just people too. It's not like, it's not weird or anything. It's that they're just human. And they like, and that's the like. good thing about Captain Holt too is oh, he's him. a gay captain with a husband, everything like that. But his gayness does not just find him as a human being, no. just like anyone's straightness no. doesn't uh, person. Actually, what's really hilarious is they play that so well that. I keep forgetting he's gay. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't <laughs> no, think about him as a sexual human being because he's like this father figure and also the boss and you don't really think about. They go back into like the whole like, you know, the the, the past where it was like not, you know, obviously like it was a taboo and all that kind of stuff. But like, honestly, I was thinking like, oh, yeah, well, you know, Rose's character comes out as, as bisexual and that's so cool and like all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, he, that's right. He's gay. And he was he's been on there since the beginning. And we've known that since the beginning. It's really refreshing because they're not afraid. And like Terry, Terry Cruz, who plays Terry, I mean, (laughs) amazing father figure, a guy who loves his yogurt, who's strong, but Terry loves yogurt. Terry loves yogurt. I mean, they show him he's a strong guy who's also sensitive. Mm -hmm. And they're not afraid to go there. But he loves his wife. He loves his three girls. Yes. yeah, but they're they're not afraid to show that vulnerability that he has. And I think that's so nice. <laughs> I mean, it's Yeah, so and nice. it doesn't make him any less masculine. It actually makes him no. more masculine. And Terry exactly. Crews, you are amazing, and we love you. Mm-hmm. I know. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> I know. He's, he's amazing. 
I also love that, like, they all kind of, like, you know, play play on each other's, you know, like, either eccentricities or vulnerabilities or whatever. But, like, you know, for example, Amy is this, like, type A, like, very organized person. And they're all, you know, they all kind of make fun of her for it. But at the same time, it's, like, they, they really respect her as well. You know, it's, like, it's, you can tell that it's yeah. a very familial type atmosphere and that they are making fun of her. But at, in, at the end of the day, they know that she's an amazing person. And the, it's it's just, like, a, a jabbing thing that friends do do for each other and um i like i like that everybody's able to have those kind of eccentricities and i i'm sure i'm saying that word incredibly wrong right now but (laughs) you know but everybody at the end of the day just like loves everybody for who they are it's really like a found family like everyone is very close and they love each other and guys gina lanetti Mm -hmm. gina gina It's so funny because like, she's, you know, she plays this like tough kind of exterior where she just like pretends like she doesn't care about anything. And then like, you, I mean, but you obviously, you obviously know that she is just kind of holding everything together. Openings of the show, like this, this, what are they called? I don't know it's what like they're called. The cold open. Yeah, the cold, cold open. Opens. The cold opens. Every cold open is like, like a minute or two long and they're amazing and hilarious. And it just, it has nothing to do with the rest of the episode. It's just. Most cold opens don't. I just, I, I've laughed so many uh, times. The Backstreet Boys one. Yes. Where he's having a lineup sing and he's like getting <laughs> really into it. She's like, that's the man who killed my brother. He's like, oh yeah, this is about murder. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's probably one of like the best cold opens on for any show. I mean, I can't think of one that beats it. And if you guys if you guys haven't seen the trailer for Brooklyn Nine-Nine, go out and watch it right now for the new season. It's amazing and epic. And I like, it, it kind of gets down to to like really what, you know, the base of how this show is and the the kind of humor it plays out. The Halloween heist episodes. Oh, I love the Halloween heist. Every year, they're all about showing who is the world's best detective or smartest human being. And they're just so creative and intricate. Each year, they amp it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love like I love that that's one of those things that you can just count on every single year because you feel like you're you feel like you're part of the show that way because you're just like okay Halloween it's time for Halloween heist like <laughs> yeah and the characters take it so seriously and saying how much time and money they put into it yeah like I can't I can't imagine what they're gonna do this this next year with that yeah especially if this might be their last season I feel like they might go all out wait what it can't be their last season NBC they have to go just picked them up. I feel like this might be their last season. Okay, everybody write letters, start writing letters, emails, everything, telling them that they can never leave. (laughs) They've created a show too perfect. They really have. I mean, I can't name one thing wrong with it. Unless it's canceled, then that would be the one thing wrong with it. I I just think, yeah, it's, it's original in both story and characters. And it, you know, it's one of those things that also is like, you know, we were, we were actually just kind of talking about, you know, amongst, amongst ourselves, like the, um, the binge worthy things that that we, that we have. And the fact that because we have like the streaming service, it's, uh, you know, like this long story that can kind of be told and unfold over time instead of just like, you know, one-to-one episodes. But Brooklyn Nine-Nine kind of does have that 
that feel of like you could jump in at just a singular episode and still be okay with that. And it's also binge worthy. Like somehow they have made it possible to like exist on all these different kinds of planes. That's kind of how I got into the show is my sister was watching it and I'm like, oh, what is this? And I don't even remember what episode it was. But then I was like, must watch. Why haven't (laughs) I been watching this the entire time? I will Mm -hmm. have to say because I'm like you, Candace, where I didn't really watch it on Fox. I was watching... I don't know how I found it. Like, you know, like those clips on Facebook and I just was mm-hmm. kind of scrolling and I was like, what is this? And why haven't I seen it? And then I started to binge watch it on Hulu, a sitcom. But it also has some elements that, you know, are reoccurring. Like um, Jake and... The Pontiac Bandit. Thank you. That's who I was thinking <laughs> of. <laughs> no, Judy. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets brought up so many times and then it's like, oh, I love the time. Yeah. And that's the thing is that like the balance that they have struck with all of this is so amazing because like there are like treats like that that pop up every once in a while. So like if you do watch the show, it's really entertaining, but you also don't have to like watch it, you know, sequentially, you know, if you don't have the time or whatever. And you can still get you can still like have fun watching the episode. And the binge worthy factor is the fact that it's just hilarious and you keep wanting more and more of it. But if you watch it uh, in order you do see character development which is oh, amazing for sure, yes. for sure yes. see in any comedy mm-hmm. you see these characters grow you see people fall in love fall out of love kind of thing yeah and they um, don't become most importantly they, they don't become caricatures of themselves like what yes, happens exactly. so much in comedy like they mm-hmm. actually do have character development they do continue to grow just like the whole like you know amy and jake relationship every character has this just like the capacity to grow and to not just be the stale character who constantly is finding themselves in the same like terrible situation because of a character flaw or whatever like they're moving forward and and developing and still having this amazing dynamic with everything yeah because like jake is a bit of a man child at the beginning yeah (laughs) and he still jokes around and he still has fun and he still needs to brush his teeth more and you know yeah of things and be cleaner but he does mature a lot and becomes a better person just like everyone has a different relationship with everyone else and each of those relationships are meaningful too yes you think about it like the holt and jake relationship is like my favorite he his dad wasn't around and holt is like his dad yeah the dad he holt, never had i know and when holt says he's proud of him and he starts crying like about to cry oh my god i'm crying too jake <laughs> and talk about talk about amazing like I, I i forget the guy who plays holt but he's like he's just the perfect andre. like yeah like oh yeah andre brower he's the like the perfect like just straight man because like he is just I don't know how it's so difficult. I don't know if anybody has ever tried to do that in comedy, but it is so difficult to do. And like, he's so funny being this character and so good at it and can play into it mm-hmm. so well. And that's difficult to do. It is. And like, I like the little gems that they give him sometimes. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> what I'm thinking of the first moment, I think this is the first moment we kind of saw it in the show where Amy is running late and they're all betting. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, what? She's like two minutes late. <laughs> she, sev- 70 seconds late if i'm correct yeah and, like she's dead you know, the alar- <laughs> terry guesses the alarm jake guesses that like she fell into 
an underground sewer and had sex with a mole man and like Paul's <laughs> like there's a problem at the bank and when she runs in and then he gets it right I mean you just get that glimpse of like him yes and like letting loose and like it's <laughs> it's a perfect balance between having that you know quote-unquote straight man in comedy but then allowing him to have these like moments of freedom and I think mm-hmm. it's just so fun and you're right he just plays it so well yes and he I mean he's hilarious like despite just the fact that he has like one of the the least you know like I guess like rambunctious personalities I guess you mm-hmm. could say even though he does have some traits like his gambling and his like passion yeah. for certain things and he oh yeah he, I think that he's I think apparently he's hilarious to his husband and his husband's like professor friends yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> what the thing is that like he's an insanely interesting character Character. Like he's yeah. very he has so much depth, and that's what makes it such a good, such a good mix. And he does it so well. He plays all of these levels so well. Yeah. And plus, his voice is just amazing. Yes. I'm like, please tell me he's done an audiobook or something so I can listen to him all day. Please, that would be amazing. While I do love Hulk, I think another one that's very like almost straight laced is Rosa. While she's mm-hmm. like an out there character, it's still she's very serious most of the time. Mm-hmm. So she's I very love violent. It. Yeah. (laughs) Of course you would comment on the violence. Uh, (laughs) One of the moments I love seeing like just Rosa break out of her norm is when Gina had to feed that story about like her friend, the guy in order for uh, Rosa to get information. So she's like playing the Jersey girl. Yeah. Well, they're all like, like, it's really funny. Like how all the characters are very, they're sometimes they can be unsure of themselves and be silly and stuff like that. But when they're working and they go undercover, Mm -hmm. they are like legit. They're insanely dedicated. So like Rosa is trying to get information from this hairstylist about a mobster and what happens Bree? Well at the end she's like you know oh how about you dye my hair blonde <laughs> you know and that like unsure but like I have to do this type of way and then she has a really awful blonde yeah that's dedication job. that is I mean she got what she wanted though so now she got the info (laughs) (laughs) but it's just fun I mean that was a great fun moment to see Rosa have because she is dedicated to her job and she she made it work (laughs) one last well one thing is um Cheddar Holt and his dog is this adorable corgi and he just like randomly shows up like in episodes and there's a whole episode where jake amy and boyle are supposed to be watching cheddar but she gets out that's right this bastard's been out for like this far we gotta catch this guy and you just see this happy little corgi walking down the street i'm doing like a manhunt it's like his name is cheddar he's 35 pounds i think i think that that like is a pretty good summation of why it's so amazing and i i I would be interested to to know like to continue this conversation if anybody has like any um insight into what you think makes it such a unique show that would be that would be great and also i guess you don't like brooklyn 99 i seriously would want to know why i mean okay we will because you're wrong and we will try not to attack you i swear uh (laughs) andy samberg like insulted their mother once and you know like hey yeah i mean personally i don't know i don't think he would do that he seems like a nice guy there are two sides to to everything exactly we don't know what happened between you and 
there's always people yeah there's always people who have their own opinion so like i mean i really would be interested to know exactly why that is but anyway i just i if you haven't watched it definitely take the time to it's it's premieres uh the new season premieres this thursday uh january 10th um and if you haven't if you haven't watched it yet take the time to go on to um it's on hulu Hulu. right yeah you can get a free month trial if you don't have hulu so, yes, and yeah. definitely try it. Definitely watch or it on just Hulu. Take you a week. <laughs> just take you a weekend to get through it. Yes, uh, once you start watching, you will not want to, you will not want to stop. Um, and once again, if you have watched it and have not seen the trailer for the new season, go and watch it on on YouTube ASAP right now. Mm-hmm. We're waiting. Um, <laughs> I love your sex page. <laughs> should we like? Uh, should we live tweet the uh, the premiere? Yeah, yes. I'll have to go to my parents' house because I don't have cable. <laughs> no, we definitely will. Um, the three of us will be on at Geeky Girl Gab on Twitter, and we will all three be live tweeting. So tune in for that because <laughs> we're slightly hilarious at times. <laughs> not as hilarious as the show, but still. No, no, nothing's as hilarious Never. as the show. Okay, well, that's it for this episode of Geeky Girl Gab. I'm Candace. I'm Bree. I'm Vanessa. Stay geeky. <laughs>